On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're talking about trouble hitting Tampa even before the puck drops on the 2022-23 season. We'll talk about all that and more. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. If you're on YouTube, thank you for making this your first watch of the day. On today's episode, we are talking about the news that broke the other day, and that is Ian Cole, the, the controversy surrounding him, all the news up to date on that at this time, as well as what does this mean for the Lightning Combos, the Lightning lineup going forward, not only uh, tomorrow night as we record this, recording this at 11.23 on Monday night, a little later, obviously, than I would have liked it, but uh, some news just dropped as well on that not too crazy but uh what does this mean for the lightning tomorrow night in their opener against the new york rangers what does this mean for the lightning going forward for the rest of the season uh we we cover all that more so really i wanted this episode yesterday sunday i i wanted this episode to to highlight the excitement around this team going into yet another season of lightning hockey uh getting a crack at their foes from the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, the New York Rangers. Uh, there was a lot made there after the Lightning eliminated them, uh, made by Ranger fans online saying that uh, Lightning weren't as good as they really thought. You know, everybody thought they were. And, you know, if, you know, you got lucky this time and this, that, and the other thing. But obviously everything that happened on Twitter threw, threw a wrench in those plans, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, news broke early yesterday, and I didn't even know about this until around three o'clock. I was off Twitter all day. Um, Twitter uh, on Twitter, an anonymous account of someone claiming to be uh, a victim of sexual abuse, assault, uh, grooming. Uh, you know, a lot of very, very, very serious charges and allegations being made uh, from this account with one post. Uh, claiming that Lightning defenseman Ian Cole, uh, and this was before Cole's time with the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, he he not only engaged in inappropriate behavior, I won't get into the graphics, uh, the details and the graphic nature of what the allegations um, are saying that Cole allegedly did. Uh, you could go on Twitter and look at it, or you could Google it online. I'm not going to get into all that. Um, but yeah, you know, Cole, an offseason uh, addition to the Lightning, played a couple of seasons uh, with Pittsburgh. Last year was with Carolina um, and really was brought in to be a veteran presence on this team on that third line pairing with Fleet Myers and be a little bit of a mentor to maybe some of the younger players on this team, some guys that may, may or may not have had uh, that postseason experience, and as well as just be able to put a little bit more life into this team. Uh, you know, we all know that this Lightning team is very disappointed about how things ended last year in the playoffs to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, and, and so adding that veteran like Ian Cole 
uh, to the mix would have been beneficial. I wasn't entirely too crazy about it at the time. Um, but you know, you got to look at the positive side at the time, but now with all this going into it, um, you know, this, obviously this is, this is a big deal. This is something that, you know, it's not the first time we're hearing about in the game of hockey, but having said that it does not mean that, you know, we're just, every time an allegation comes out, uh, that someone is a hunt is automatically guilty. Um, you know, I, am not a legal expert. Um, I, I know as much as anybody on social media, social media, or, you know, gets the notifications knows right now about this situation. Uh, obviously Tampa and, and the, in the national hockey league, uh, and Gary Bettman and, and everybody in the higher ups are keeping this very close to this, to the chest. So basically this allegations came out about Ian Cole, uh, engaging in very inappropriate, uh, unlawful behavior with not only a woman, but, um, at the time she was a minor in high school and allegedly groomed her and all that stuff. It was very, very dark stuff, very stuff, stuff that you don't want anybody that, you know, or, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing you never want to hear. Nothing that is ever welcome news. And, and, you know, there's already a lot of people on Twitter that are, are saying that he's guilty and this and that and the other thing, you know, I mean, and there's also another side of people saying that, you know, this is all, you know, BS and, you know, this and that, and look at his time in, in, in with Carolina and this and that. And, you know, a lot of people I hear are saying that as well with, with, you know, apparently something happened with Cole uh, and someone else in the, in the press, uh, he had an affair or something. I don't know. I don't really care. All I know is all I care about in this situation is the facts. Um, and, and I'm sure everybody else involved does as well. Uh, the lightning released a statement said they were cooperating with the national hockey league and also in investigating Cole separately as well. Ian Cole released a statement through his agent saying that, uh, these allegations are completely and utterly false. Um, and the national hockey league, um, also released a statement said that they would be interviewing Ian Cole soon as well. And the lightning also decided that they would be suspending, uh, Ian Cole with pay until further notice until the conclusion of this investigation, which I kind of, I, I think anybody who, who, who has been around the game of hockey or just in sports in general, especially a lot of things that have come to light, um, not only in sports, but in just the society over the last couple of years, uh, I think it was the right move. I, I think that it right now, um, it's beneficial to Cole to not worry about hockey. Hockey is not even, not even, shouldn't even be in his mind right now. All he should care about is, you know, if he is innocent, uh, he should be focusing on clearing his name uh, and doing that. Uh, and then the lightning, um, obviously, you know, you would have figured with, you know, how well this organization organization is ran, um, that, you know, they weren't going to let this linger. They weren't going to let this be a distraction. And they did exactly that. They acted quickly and, uh, kudos to them for doing that. Cause I could probably think of, you know, some situations and some franchises, whether it be in hockey or in other professional sports leagues that maybe would have let this linger for a couple of days or i mean obviously the the regular season starts 
tomorrow. So, you know, they didn't really have much time and, and I think they, they did a very good job. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to sit here and debate whether or not Ian Cole is guilty of this. Uh, I'm one of those individuals that, you know, where they I'm very torn on this because one part of me is saying, well, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. But at the same time, if history has taught us is, and, and really what one of the cornerstones of our society and our country is built on is that uh, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, and it is it is Ian Cole's legal right uh, to be able to stand there, defend himself, prove his innocence. Uh, and also, you know, if, if it's and it's very clear cut on what should happen if he's guilty. My opinion, he should be charged within the full extent of the law. He should never be allowed to play hockey anywhere, anywhere, ever again. Um, and yeah, if he's innocent, um, you know, obviously you never want to hear about these things happening. And it's even worse when when all the, the evidence starts to come out. Um, we saw what happened with the Chicago Blackhawks last year and, and hopefully... Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not saying, you know, I, I don't know Ian Cole personally. I've never met him before. You know, there's like I said, there's people on Twitter that are already saying he's guilty because of maybe some questionable things that he has done in his personal life. Um, you know, if that's the case, you know, really, that that's not a good enough reason to to destroy someone's life uh, based off of allegations. And, and, you know, from 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 an account that was, you know, in my opinion, I just feel like the con. All I'm going to say is that you know I feel like the timing of this is very strange to me. Um, I'm not dis- I'm not discrediting the the, the victims' uh, statements and what they're claiming to do. You know, like I said, uh, I'm going to wait to to hear all the evidence that is presented to the public, and hopefully, this is one of those situations uh, where the NHL and and I feel like they very much need to do this. I feel like this is a situation where the NHL really needs to lay everything on the table. Uh, everything that has happened over the last couple of years, like I said, not only in, in just society and, and, you know, the United States in terms of, uh, you know, civil injustice um, and, and stuff, like I said, previously alluded to with, with what happened with the, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, they need to lay all their cards on the table once they find out everything that has happened uh, and they conclude a thorough investigation um, that they they need to let the public it, they 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 need it to be public knowledge and and I think that you know I, I I just that's how I feel about it you know there's really not much else I could say about it at this time you know it's a very unfortunate situation. Uh, for everybody involved, because at the end of the day, if this is coming out, if this does come out and this does happen to be 100 percent true, um, nobody wins in this situation. Cole loses. The victim loses. Everybody involved loses. So uh, that's all I have to say about that. Um, we'll we'll discuss it here and there as things come uh, to light, hopefully um, sooner rather than later. And hopefully this isn't something that uh, continues to linger over the lightning. Now that Cole has been separated from the team, hopefully all I could say that um, that this doesn't become a distraction uh, going forward. So 
that's that with with the Ian Cole. Uh, next up, we'll be talking about um, about you know what happens now for Tampa. Who is going to be replacing Ian Cole now that he is out of the equation? What does this mean for the team going forward? We talk about all that and more. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is Athletic Greens. Winter's coming up. Doesn't mean you have to slack on your summer fitness plan. I know all of you, all of you have been doing a fantastic job working out, eating healthy. Well, why don't you continue that into the winter, into the fall, by grabbing yourself some Athletic Greens? Athletic Greens are lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, uh, this is for you. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals. I start my day off with this. It's the first thing I drink when I get in the morning. It improves your gut health, gives you a fresh, fresh, you know, I, if to me, it feels like two cups of coffee right away. Boom, without the sugar rush, without the crash. Uh, so, and the best part about this, with everything in the United States going up and especially all around the world, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So right now it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's that simple. Uh, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five. That is five travel-free packs, free with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take advantage and ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So want to thank all of you once again for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already, go ahead and follow the show on our YouTube channel as well. And also on our social media channels. If you're following us on YouTube and you're watching this right now, look at the ticker below. That's all our social media information. If you're listening to us on an audio platform, uh, we are at LO underscore lightning on Twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. And also give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y. Eight, I mean, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Love to hear from all of you. Uh, and so, yeah, the NHL season starts tomorrow, uh, less than 24 hours. I am in the middle of recording this at 11.36 p.m. Eastern time. And can't believe it's here. I mean, we've been waiting for this all year long. Uh, like I said, and as we've known for quite some time, the Lightning will be facing off against the New York Rangers. And... Like we just got done talking about Ian Cole and that whole situation, uh, that leaves a spot open at the bottom line for the defensive core. And it's going to be interesting to see how John Cooper plays around with this going forward. Now, I would imagine Hayden Fleury is going to be there. Uh, you know, he's he's a scrappy player. I This was one of the the additions to this team that, I'm not going to say I was crazy about. I still think that Hayden, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that Hayden Flurry was going to be make or break. I, you know, it wasn't a situation where I saw him available and I was like, oh my God, the Lightning have to get Hayden Flurry. No, that's not what I said. But um, he's a very, I, I think he's a very good player. Um, and, and I think that his addition and, and his addition to this Lightning team, uh, his way of playing is going to be, um, beneficial not only to him, but obviously to the Lightning as well. 
Uh, if you don't know, he was on Carolina uh, from 2017 to 2021, and then he was traded to Anaheim and then picked up in the expansion draft, I believe, from Seattle. Uh, didn't Not a very stellar season last year, only 36 games, four points, uh, with a plus minus of, so he broke even. It was zero. So he broke even. So that's good to see, at least. Um, I I think that this will be a situation in which that, yeah, Hayden Fleury isn't going to be, like I said, it isn't going to be make or break for Tampa with 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 him on the, on the ice. I think that really players like Hayden Fleury, players like Philip, Philip Myers, I think it's going to be one of those situations from what we saw from like a, you know, Brandon Hagel, um, you're, you may not necessarily see what they were brought in to do right away, at least. Um, but what the trend that we have seen from players other than, other than Nick Paul, Nick, Nick Paul is an anomaly. Um, really what it comes down to with Hayden Fleury is it's going to be what he could get most out of the situation of playing in Tampa. And I think him having a lot of good players around him, him, you know, being out on the ice on that third line. Yes. With Philippe Myers, um, you know, those, those guys I believe are going to, it's going to take a little while for those two to get acclimated to each other, to where they're going to get that level of chemistry, where they're going to be able to know where each other is at, at the right time on the ice and be able to, 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 shift around the ice on defensive coverages when they need to. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how those guys are able to move the puck around to dictate the offense in the zone. Um, I would imagine at certain points when those two guys are on the ice, um, I, I think more so you're going to see a lot more play out of the forwards in terms of controlling the puck. I don't, I don't think that they're going to give up that much of possession to these guys on the ice just right away. Um, I think John Cooper is going to have the offense, at least the offensive um, attack. Uh, you're going to see more so of, of those guys kind of playing second fiddle to that, more so just protecting against if, if there is a turnover in the zone that there is nobody uh, all the way down the ice uh, on a breakaway. So that I think it's more going to be more of a – uh, a stay home. Let's not get too aggressive approach with with Hayden Flurry and Myers. Uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how long until maybe that game plan changes. Uh, so, really looking forward to this Rangers game uh, with that. You know, really because what it comes down to is you know matchups. Uh, I think that's really what it was with these two teams in the playoffs and the Eastern Conference Finals. It came down to matchups. It came down to really. And this was the big bill for the series uh, was goaltending. Now, obviously, the, the the big talking point throughout the entire series, I fell victim to this as well because I really think looking back at this series against New York last year, I think really, you know, a lot of people looked at this series and was like, all right, it's it's Vasilevsky versus Sesterkin, the the top dog, the the big cat of the NHL in goaltending versus the new up and comer, the next superstar in net. And obviously there was a lot back and forth between those fan bases, especially 
uh, at the Garden when you had the Ranger fans chanting Igor is better and all this crap. Uh, but really, you know, I don't feel like there was a lot of talking, more talk, a lot more focus actually on what was happening on the ice matchups. Uh, and that's what brings us to, you know, this this whole matchups that conversation just turned into a preview, I guess, for for the game. Uh, we'll we'll do a lot more preview of uh, against the Rangers uh, on tomorrow's episode when we have a crossover with uh, locked on New York Rangers host John Chick. So keep an eye out for that. Um, so really looking at these matchups, you know, obviously we've the Ian Cole situation i don't think really is going to change it's not going to make or break the lightning this isn't you know he what he was going to play a part in this team but not big enough to where it was going to throw a wrench and you know oh my god now the lightning have a question mark at this position no that's the best thing about what the lightning do and julian bruce bross has and has been able to give john cooper uh that next guy up system so looking at the matchups now uh these are projections from Daily Faceoff, and, and as as you know, with the Lightning, these are never completely concrete. John Cooper loves to switch things up, especially in game. But first game of the season, he's going to roll out all his stallions on the first line. You're going to have Stamkos, Point, and Cooch. I don't think anybody could argue with that. Uh, the Rangers will start off on their first line with Kreider, Zibanejad, and Capo Caco. And if that Rangers team uh can go toe to toe with Tampa. Now, I'm not like I've stated on previous episodes, I'm not going to come into the mentality this season with Tampa you know being being the top dog, you know. The last couple of seasons the Lightning have been able to walk into the regular season kind of with their their chest puffed out, you know, basically kind of looking down on the rest of the NHL, deservingly so, being the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, obviously, a little bit of a step back this year. Uh, I don't think they're, they'll be lacking any confidence this year, but I think that you will see a different side of this team. Uh, it was stated in, I forgot who wrote the article. I don't know if it was on lightning.com or in the athletic, but basically this lightning team is going to be, you're going to see a lot more grit in them. In terms of their play, they're going to be playing with a lot more anger, a lot more, um, I think, you know, no nonsense attitude. Uh, and, and I think that you are going to see a little bit more, and maybe this is just me wishful thinking, a little bit more of a disciplined game from these guys. As we know with Tampa, they take a lot of penalties, but they don't, they don't draw any. And, and that is, and I will say it until it is not, that is their biggest Achilles heel with this team. And I think really that mentality will start from that first line, from those leaders that we have on this team and stammer point and coach. Um, and if the Rangers could execute the same way uh, that we saw them execute in the playoffs, having big productions at his advantage at and Kreider, uh, these two first lines will make for a fantastic matchup on the first night of the season. So, Looking real quick at the other matchups real quick. Uh, Hagel, Paul, and Kalorn uh, versus Panarin, Trocek, and Kratzoff. I th- I got to tip the lightning uh, in favor of that just because, yeah, you have Panarin, who is a points machine. But uh, Nick Paul, if last year's any indication of what we might see and if he could contribute that, I think that line, especially with what the potential Brandon Hagel brings, uh, what we know his body of work is, 
back in Chicago, I think that the Lightning will be in a pretty good place offensively. Now, Alex Kalorn, not entirely sure yet what we're going to see out of him. I mean, you could make all the assumptions you want from what you saw in preseason. Um, I think he's going to take a little bit of a step back this season. Um, you know, very worn down, a lot of miles on him, you know, last season potentially in Tampa. So we'll have to see what we get out of him. And then you have Kiapi, uh, wow, Kopke, uh, Nemestikov, and Colton. Honestly, I think Colton's going to get moved up to the second line on the wing, uh, switch with Kalorn. Um, I think, you know, Cooper will give Kalorn a couple of weeks, uh, enough rope to kind of until he runs out. And then, you know, you'll, you might see a little bit of a switch there. Uh, Nemestikov had a very good, uh, preseason. Hopefully he can trip, he could carry over, uh, that production. And then you have the, the old school squad, the grinder squad uh, on the fourth line with Maroon, Belmar and Perry. Uh, no surprises there. No, no issues with that either. And then on the third for the for the Rangers because we've spoken about this before with the Lightning, with playoff teams. Uh, if you if you watch Locked On NHL uh, on Thursday segment with Chris Masilli and I, Chris Masilli, of course, the host of Locked On Avalanche, him and I talk about this a lot. Uh, teams uh, win championships based off of third lines. Uh, the, the Rangers have, in my opinion, one of the best coming out this season with former former Lightning player and, and favorite Barkley Goodrow on the wing and then Philip Heedle down the middle and then Lefrenier, Alexis Lefrenier, uh, the former first round draft pick uh, on the other side. And, you know, this is a toss up. I, I like I said, you know, as much as I would like to see previously, I just said Ross Colton on that second line, I think depending on who's out there, you know, I, I think that also as well, I think John Cooper will hesitate a little uh, to switch him out just because, especially in this game, uh, we'll hesitate a little bit to switch him out a little bit more speed there on that third line against those guys. So, and, and very interested to see how the Rangers fourth line could fare against the, the lightning's fourth line. I think there's going to be a lot of sparks flying early on, especially between Reeves and Baroon. So we'll have to take a look at that and keep an eye out for that as well. So wrapping things up on the show, like I said, you know, starting things off with a little bit of a topic that I don't think anybody really wants to spend a lot of time talking about. I mean, the situation in terms of how I am going to go and and handle it and approach it on this show. Now, if you want to get your fill and, and maybe your hear more about it, uh, in the meantime, until we hear new new information, you could go ahead and listen to Locked on NHL. Uh, I'm sure that they will be doing some conversations on that as well. And, and you know, probably a bigger picture uh, as well on, you know, maybe what the NHL needs to do going forward. Uh, if this also does come out to be uh, real and 100 percent true, um, this could have massive repercussions uh, and and just. A lot of changes could possibly be coming come afterwards uh, for the NHL in terms of how they should handle situations going forward and, and how thorough they should be uh, on the on the rules of conduct, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to get too crazy about this. Like I said, um, it is what it is at this point. He's off the team. Well, he's not officially off the team, but he's suspended. So in my eyes, um, 
everybody moves on for now. The Lightning move on. They start to con- they start to concentrate on the season, while the other parts of the franchise will be investigating the matter. Um, but the team, the team that we're talking about, from John Cooper all the way down to the backup goalie, we are focusing on hockey and all the news happening around the team as the season goes on. Um, and yeah. I'm not going to talk about it because it is what it is at this point. Uh, So looking forward to, like I said before, remember, we will have a crossover episode with John Chick of Lock on Rangers coming out tomorrow and then probably a post game reaction. If not, maybe uh, if maybe some news breaks or, you know, maybe if there's more to talk about before the game starts, uh, I'll hop on and maybe record a little bit or we'll post something to the social media accounts, which is why it is very important you, you follow us. So LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as lock on underscore lightning on Instagram. Keep an eye out for that. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Love hearing from all of you. Post your comments, post your, 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 your questions. Um, you know, I still see people commenting about the whole, the whole, uh, the, the Maple Leafs, uh, episode uh we did miss one team in the Illinois division and that was the buffalo sabers uh it is what it is at this point um so we'll we'll talk about i don't think we're gonna get into that obviously we could just talk about them once um the lightning happens a lightning play them um but yes yeah, so keep an eye out for that and also we won't so we we shall see uh super excited for the nhl season um like I said, I can't believe it's finally here. So uh, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.